Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Uh, Robert De Niro's a nutcase, huh? Yes, and Joy Behar to the list of lefty lunatics who wore blackface. Welcome back to the show. Glad you are here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Great to have you. So much going on today. That, that uh, clip you just heard in the news of Robert De Niro, uh, what a nut. So they trimmed out the video posted to the Gotham Film and Media Institute YouTube page. And he got very angry at that, but they took out his political nonsense from the speech. And so he just started to do it again. He launched into a tirade denouncing alternative facts and conspiracy theories. He suggested that young students are taught that slaves develop skills which could be applied for their personal benefit in Florida. And he denigrated the late anti-communist actor John Wayne. And then he went after Donald Trump. And you heard that little tirade there. But he kept going on. He said, but with all his lies, he can't hide his soul. He attacks the weak, destroys the gifts of nature, and shows disrespect, for example, by using Pocahontas as a slur. Here's some of Robert De Niro from the uh, Gotham. What is it? The Gotham Film Awards? Is that what it was, Matt yeah, I think that's what they said. Yeah. All right. Yeah, take a listen. Truth is not truth. Even facts are being replaced by alternative facts and driven by conspiracy theories and ugliness. In Florida, young students are taught that slaves develop skills which could be applied for their personal benefit. The entertainment industry isn't immune to this festering disease. The Duke John Wayne famously said, of Native Americans, I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from them. There were great numbers of people who needed new land, and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. Lying has become just another tool in the charlatan's arsenal. The former president lied to us more than 30,000 times during his four... Thank you. Years in office, and he's keeping up the pace in his current campaign of retribution. But with all his lies, he can't hide his soul. 
He attacks the weak, destroys the gifts of nature, and shows disrespect. Anyway, that's another point. So, I, you know, th- this is this is this is the thing. I, I <laughs> uh, their hatred of him, which is just obviously something that is irrational. I mean, you can't even. I, Robert De Niro to stand up there and he didn't just stop there. He also said, so I'm going to say these things, but to Apple and thank them and all that Gotham, blah, 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 Apple. But who I don't feel like thanking them at all for what they did. How dare they do that? Actually. I don't even know. But anyway, this is the thing. Apple Studios, that's the that's who put the film out. And they have not responded to a uh, request for comment. But uh, you just you, you, you listen to these people and you just think to yourselves, these are just unbalanced people. They really are. They're unbalanced. They're not healthy. They're not mentally healthy. And they are absolutely their derangement against Donald Trump is what's going to lead him to probably win the election next year. Honestly, because every time they come out and they say these over the top, ridiculous statements, every time they come out and it's not just him, the whole lot of people out there that do this, all it does is remind people of how ridiculous the criticisms are. You notice it's never about policy. You notice how it's never about policy matters. It's always about Trump personally with these people. Because if you start to actually bring a policy, then you, there's no contest. This is the problem for them. So they make it all about the hatred of Donald Trump. They, they, they despise the man. They make it all about that. And that's what they do. And they double down on that. And that's what they wind up doing. And it's insane. And it comes across as insane is what it does. Here's somebody else who's insane, Mitt Romney. So Mitt Romney would rather see Democrats running this country. This is why, I mean, guys like this, you know, these people are frauds. They're frauds. They'd rather see Democrats destroy this country, bring more Marxism, more socialism to this country, more policies mandating that we drive EVs and eat bugs. They'd rather see that than have Donald Trump back in office. For what reason? Donald Trump's policies were great. Mitt, I know you don't like the guy, but you don't have to like him. Did you like his policies? Did you like the security of the United States under him? Did you like the way the world was under Donald Trump? Were you happy with those things? And if the answer is yes, then why don't you put your personal butthurt animus aside and why don't you support the guy? Because it's better if he's president of the United States of America than a Democrat is. But you, but, that's, but you can't, you see, you can't if you're him because you're not applying logic and rational thought to it. It's pure emotion. It's the same thing that drives Liz Cheney and Adam Kissinger and on and on it goes. They'd rather see the United States of America go further down this hill of socialism and statism and police statism that is happening right now under this president of the United States, where you've got, I told you the story yesterday, if you flew to the nation's capital on January 6, 2021, the region, not even the capital itself, you didn't have to be in Washington, D.C., but to the region, you are being monitored by air marshals and you are on a watch list so that every time you fly, you're going to have your chops busted even more. So you'd rather have that for America, more of that police state crap, more weaponization of government and policies that are terrible for everybody than to have Trump in office because you hate him so much. I, 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 have, a, I have a hard time with that. I really do, because at that point, you're not looking out for what's best for America. You're looking out for making sure that you get your personal acts grinded. And that's what this is. Here's Romney cut four. No way you'll run for president in 2024. And I can't imagine any circumstance, perhaps if Godzilla comes in and removes all the other candidates and so forth. But other than Godzilla stepping in, no, I'm not running for president, not giving it any thought. Not as an independent. No, no. No discussion about it. No, look, I I really think that independent 
candidates are likely to elect Donald Trump. Uh, and I think him being elected again would be devastating for our country and its character. Who do you like in the Republican field? Uh, anybody. Um, you know, I, I would uh, I'd be happy to support virtually any one of the Republicans, maybe not Vivek, but uh, but the others that are running would would be acceptable to me. And I'd be happy to vote for them. I'd be happy to vote for a number of the Democrats, too. I mean, it would be an upgrade from, in my opinion, from uh, Donald Trump and and perhaps also from uh, Joe Biden. Uh, look, I like uh, President Biden. Um, uh, you know, I, I find him a very charming engaging person. There's some places I agree with him, but most places I disagree with him. Uh, I think he's made all sorts of terrible mistakes. Yeah. Do you think? Th this is why these guys are frauds. People like Romney are frauds. People like Liz Cheney, these people are frauds. And it's not, it's not, it's not even about Trump. It's about the fact that they didn't get there. I mean, they hate Trump's guts, but remember, Mitt Romney lost to Barack Obama in 2012. He should have won, but he didn't. And he choked. And Trump said that he choked. And Mitt Romney's never forgiven him for it. And Liz Cheney is a warmonger and a war hawk. I mean, she is, after all, the daughter of Dick Cheney. And she's never forgiven Donald Trump for not starting any new wars. These people are very predictable. They really are. But remember, when you get into the voting booth, you have a choice to make. And if there are Republicans who are okay with the direction this country's going under this president, under the Democrat Party, then. You don't care about the future of the country. You'd rather just sit back and celebrate knowing that your political enemy lost. And that makes you a very selfish person. But Mitt Romney's a very selfish guy. He's a guy that's made lots of money and he doesn't need money. And for him, it's all political expediency. A lot of people like that in politics. There are a lot of people like that in politics. And he's one of the worst ones. He really is. So now what the establishment is doing, and the Koch brothers are behind this now, too. The Koch brothers have announced their endorsement of Nikki Haley for president. What the Republican establishment is doing now is figuring out how do we get other people out of the race? Chris Christie came out and said he's not going anywhere. He's staying in this race till the bitter end. He's not going anywhere. That's what he said. Vivek Ramaswamy said he's not going anywhere. Nikki Haley says she's not going anywhere. Ron DeSantis says he's not going anywhere. But obviously, they all want to stop Trump. And so the establishment, the Republican guard that controls the process, driven by the swamp creatures in the highest grossing zip codes in the country, right outside Washington, D.C., who all want to stop Trump because they know that he's going to go after the deep state and the deep state keeps them all very, very rich. They're all now figuring this out. Who, how, do we, how do we stop him? What's the goal here? What's the strategy? What do we do? How do we put up a roadblock? And they've realized something. If you have all these other challengers in the race, you're not going to be able to stop them. I don't think you stop them with one challenger at this point. I think it's too late. But what they're hoping is 2024 comes. This is what the Republican elite is hoping happens. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Remember, these people hate you. They don't like you. You're driving a truck. If you're fixing an appliance today, they don't like you. you they're, you're beneath them. They want to control everything. In their mind, what they're hoping for is that 2024 will bring Trump some very bad political legal troubles and he can be beaten in a primary because of those, those legal troubles. That's what they're hoping for. Or, or maybe, maybe there'll be enough people that worry that he won't be able to be on the ballot or maybe they'll try to stop him from being on the ballot. So what they are doing right now is they're figuring out how do they make this a two-person race? Mano a mano or mano a womano. Here is Meet the Press, this panel debating who should drop out 
Should it be Ron DeSantis? Should it be Nikki Haley? Is it time for Ron to go? And they're only saying these things because now, and the Koch brothers backing Nikki Haley confirms this for me, because the establishment has now decided Ron DeSantis has to go. Ron DeSantis couldn't do it. He got in the ra- When he got in the race, he was going to be the guy to stop Trump. He was going to be the Trump killer. He couldn't raise the money, couldn't do it. This is not a, sl- I'm not, look, I know that if you're a DeSantis supporter, this makes you angry, but I'm not being critical of him. I'm just calling balls and strikes. This is November 28th. He has not gone up in the polls. He's bleeding money and he hasn't stopped Trump. I think he's a fantastic governor. I think he would be a great presidential candidate in in four years, but he's not going to be the nominee. And that's not anything disrespectful to Ron DeSantis. That's just political reality. And I've said this a million times. I call balls and strikes on this show. His opportunity to stop Trump was really after he got reelected Florida governor a year ago. And if he hasn't done it by now, he's not going to. And the Democrats know this. This is why the Democrats are out there acting as if it's a fait accompli that that Donald Trump's going to be the nominee. But now the Republican establishment has figured this out, too. So, again, like I said, I have tremendous admiration for Ron DeSantis. I do. I think he's one of the best governors in the country, if not the best governor in the country. And I think his time will come. This is just not it. So now they have to figure out how do you how do you then get the person who I personally despise in this race, Nikki Haley? I will not say those nice things about her. The opposite. I hope Nikki Haley gets out of the race. I hope Nikki Haley never becomes president. I hope Nikki Haley does not become part of the cabinet. I don't want anything to do with Nikki Haley. Nothing. See, I call balls and strikes and I always tell you the truth about what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling, whether you like it or not. I tell you the truth. I never hold back. And I always give you my honest opinion, my honest take. I go from the gut and I tell you that. And usually I'm right in terms of my political predictions anyway. (laughs) I'm wrong about a lot of other things in life. But when it comes to politics, I'm usually right about that. So now the Republican establishment, the cabal in charge has decided, okay, we got to get Ron out of the race. And the only way to do that then is is to put enough pressure, obvious to the donor class and the other people that this has to be a one-person race. Here's the panel debating this, cut number nine. Do you think Nikki Haley can come back? She's had three strong debate performances. Her poll numbers are shooting up, but she's still double digits behind Trump. Yeah, look, I think the fact that there are so many other candidates in the race and the race has not winnowed is something that is not playing to Nikki Haley's advantage. Now, the question is, if Ron DeSantis ends up dropping out, do his voters go to Nikki Haley? And I think the data suggests that they do not. That those voters go to Donald Trump. And so it is probably advantageous for Nikki Haley for Ron DeSantis to continue to stay in this race. I think what's so interesting about her campaign to me is that she's been very clear on a number of things, how she feels. Ukraine, uh, foreign aid, right, uh, the, the deficit, right? But She's a little not as clear about what she thinks when it comes to abortion. And I think you're going to have to get a more concrete answer as Mm. it goes on. But we need to create a dynamic where it is not just someone running for second place. And I think that people are dismissing the DeSantis Haley as who's running for second. If DeSantis gets out and it is just truly two candidates, I think that will change the perception of the race. Still a long shot for her to win, but I think that is a necessary thing. And I think all these big dollar donors who are rushing to Nikki Haley also need to be working to get DeSantis to drop. That could be a game changer if he did. Yeah, that could be a game changer. That's right, a game changer. Oh, here's a fun story for you. And this is a this is a local story. Philadelphia. Ready for this? Okay, here we go. Woman pulls her pants down and threatens to go to the bathroom in the middle of the aisle on a frontier flight. 
This was a flight that was going from Florida to Philadelphia. The woman had a meltdown because she was upset that she was required to sit in her assigned seat and even threatened to kill another passenger. A passenger was upset that she was required to sit in her assigned seat, decided to pull her pants down on the plane right in front of two children. I literally had a front row seat to the spectacle. She threatened to kill another passenger. She threatened me after I told her to sit down. Yeah, she dropped uh, She dropped her pants. And she's got a big, big old booty, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here, I'm going to send you this, this uh, no, tweet. I want to look at it. Well, I, it might be good audio. Luckily, this is not a TV show, so nobody has to see this unless they want to on Twitter. Though I'll retweet it. Yeah, nobody. And she's wearing a mask, by the way. But then she takes the mask off to yell at everybody on the plane. So I guess like, I got to ask the question then. Wh- how, how effective is the mask? Well, we know it's not. But how effective is the mask when you take it off your face on an airplane and start yelling at people? <laughs> like, if you're that worried about catching COVID or whatever else you're worried about, don't you keep the mask on during your emotional tirade as you start berating passengers? At least keep your pants on. At least keep your pants up. Can I just make that point? At least keep your pants up. Uh, 855-839-1210 is the number if you'd like to weigh in on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. I will uh, share more with you. Do you have the clip of that? No, I'm waiting for it to come through. I'm kind of nervous because I don't want to look at this. Well, that, and it I, might have, prof- it might have uh, it's always possible it has profanity on it, so you never sure know. you sent it to me? I'm no, I sent it to the wrong people. Sorry, oh, hang kidding. on a second. <laughs> some other poor guy named Matt is yeah, some getting a disturbing video. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, now, now you have it. We'll play when we come back from the break, okay? We'll yeah. do that. All right, 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, as we continue along the show here today. The question, of course, becomes, how will they stop Donald Trump from president from becoming president? Victor Davis Hanson has some ideas, and they're not pretty ideas, I'll tell you that. And the other question is, how do you stop people from being so loud when they crunch crunchy chips? Believe it or not, there's an answer for that. And it's coming to a grocery store near you. Don't go away. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, 855-839-1210 if you'd like to weigh in today. So this is a pretty interesting story. 
But before I do that, let me play this. Can we play the psycho on the plane? Uh, yeah. Who tra- tries to do this drop trowel right in the middle of the <laughs> uh, the flight? Another psycho? Uh, she doesn't try to drop trowel. She succeeds. She succeeds. Yeah. You want to hear it? Yes, I do. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? You gotta love people on planes, don't you? You really do. You gotta love these psychotic people. Why? Why is it since like the pandemic, everybody just acts out on planes now? It's- they don't. What do you mean? I took a flight uh, recently to two different places, and nobody acted out on the plane. This stuff goes viral, though. That's the difference. Well, I there think are it, it people... happens more and more. It has no, to, right? No, no, no. There are right now thousands of people in the sky as we speak. Sure. There's, there's a, but there's lunatics among us, and you got to do the percentages. If it's a lunatic not on a plane, that lunatic is then doing something crazy in Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, it's not. It's not the plane. It's just the fact that now this stuff goes viral. And my, that's what I think. Look, look, everybody's miserable everywhere. True. Maybe the plane brings it out. But can't you see this woman acting out if she had to wait in a long line at Target at the checkout counter? I mean, anyone that's willing to urinate in the middle of an an aisle on an airplane is probably capable of acting out anywhere. You yeah, know, you, you're, you're not. You're not a stable person. So. I, I agree with your assessment. I think it has everything to do with sort of the availability of cell phones and um, the marketplace. Because anytime you record somebody like this going nuts on an airplane um, and the technology to record it is readily available, you're definitely generating a bajillion clicks. Like, I'm, I'm sure this thing already has 62,000 views and this isn't even the main source. That's what I mean. Yeah. But but on both of my flights, nobody did anything except my friends snored a lot. But other than that, nobody did anything on the plane inappropriate. I, but if somebody does, it will go viral. You're guaranteed to get clicks, <laughs> guaranteed. And it's not look, it's not hard to set off these lunatics. You just got to push their buttons a little bit, and then they freak out. You know what I mean? And flying is a very stressful process. And wait till they serve us bugs on the airplane, Matt DeSantis. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pass on that. Mm, the bile. Delicious grasshoppers. I don't even serve you peanuts anymore. You're right. Why would they serve you bugs? Yeah, it'll be optional. Would you like the uh, cricket uh, snack pack for you and the family? That'll be fourteen ninety nine, please. <laughs> I had uh, food on my flight back last week. I flew first class on the way back because oh I, you I the, oh hey, I, whoa, whoa, no, whoa Mr. Harvard Mr. Harvard yeah, can't the, the Harvard elitist can't be in the uh, in the coach class no, not with the can't masses. sit with the plebeians please no to be clear I needed the extra space because I oh. wanted to watch Sunday night football mm. and work oh. and work on the show prep and. Oh. And I wasn't going to have a, a lot of space in the back, so I, it was a minor upgrade fee. It wasn't anything major. Um, anyway, they... <laughs> they yes, said, I will not be in the back with the uh, peasants. I'll be up front in first class. I'm a big-time radio producer. <laughs> I'm an executive producer of the Zioli Show. I will not be... I needed the sp- I'm not even in first class. How the hell is my producer in first class, and I'm not? I needed the space to work. I, I, there was Sunday night football to watch. I had a show sheet to do, and I had some school. I got to get a better agent. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm flying coach, and you're flying first class. There's something really wrong with this. It was just on the way back. It was a minor upgrade fee. It was very small. Trust me. I, I don't have first class money. And but- you got free booze in first class, although you just drink Coca-Cola, so I what did- a waste. Yeah, I didn't get booze. What I did a drink waste. Coca-Cola.
See, I was paying for all those bourbons that I was pounding on the way down there. And you got it for free and didn't even take advantage of it. No, I had a couple of delicious Coca-Colas, though. Oh, I'm sure you did. But they did serve a meal on the on And the so what back. was the meal? Um, it was like a spare rib and pimento mac and cheese, and it was vile. Yeah, well, it sounds disgusting. I'd rather have the McRib than eat that. <laughs> that sounds awful. It was so gross. It, the dinner roll was, was fine, but that was about it. Otherwise, it was basically inedible. That it sounds awful. It, yeah, it was, it was really bad. And I, I was looking forward to it. I had never flown first class before, so I thought, oh, this is going to be fine dining. Well, it was not. Uh, was there a chef in the back? There was definitely no, no chef. It was like a where, microwave. By the way, yeah. where were you flying to and from? Uh, Arizona. Arizona. Well, that's you know that's a decent flight. That was probably what six hours or so. Uh, I was five and a half there. Five and, and a half. Four yeah. and a half on the way back. Yeah, I, I mean, and and you got to watch Monday Night Football and do show prep, and obviously <laughs> can't do that in the back because you know the a peasant the plebes. Yeah, me, the yeah. peasants might see what we're going to talk about on Monday. <laughs> so. Got to get up and use the bathroom in the middle of the aisle. Well, the biggest, you never know. The biggest issue was I had to take notes for uh, for grad school, and I knew oh. I wasn't going to be able to do that in one of the cramped seats. In yeah. The yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the other problem, too, with uh, people who travel in first class, of course, is that they shove, they close that curtain, so you can't even look at them. <laughs> like, don't you even look at me. I noticed that on the flight I was on recently. They shut that curtain. It's like, don't you dare. Don't you dare look at us. Look away, peasants. And if you try to go up there to use the restroom, they stop you. I was just about to say that. I've never noticed this before because I've never flown first class before, but everyone is trying to get into that first class bathroom. I kept seeing people get turned back Mm -hmm. regularly. You get turned away. Yeah. They show, show us your papers. Show us your first class papers or go back to the steerage back there. And you go back to the bathroom, which is basically, it's like they brought a porta john in at the back of the plane in coach class. The Santa says a bidet in there, luxurious people with towels, hot towels. They got hot towels or steam baths, they Turkish do, steam baths. They do You're like, what's your towel? name? Who's the, who's the hot actress uh, who does those, the, the, those airline commercials now? Jennifer Gardner? No, 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 not her. And she's sullied by Ben Affleck, yeah. so she's never going to be pretty to me ever again. But uh, who who is uh, she? Does all those? I think it's Qantas Airlines or something. And she takes like a shower, and she has like a bed. There's like a car in there. You know, what you know commercials, commercials are you watching? I have no idea. Yeah, what you're you know, about. you'll you. I think it's Selma Hayek, maybe oh, possibly. Oh, you might be right. And whatever airline she's flying, it, I, I don't know what it is, but it's like basically she's like, oh, my own personal Peloton on the, in the plane. No, why not? You know, and, and she just keeps showing more things that she can do yeah. on this flight. They do give you hot towels, though. I'll tell you, I had a guy sitting next to me on a flight recently, and this was a big guy. We were flying back to Philly, and this was a big dude, and he was reading the newspaper. As in a physical newspaper. It was like a relic. Right? There was a little, actually a child on the plane who was like, Daddy, what's that? And he's flipping, and he's got big, he's huge, and he's, and he's opening the paper with both arms. And every time he does, he's smacking me in the arm with it. <laughs> And he's a big guy. And every time he flips the page, it's like, boom. And I just want to say to the guy, can you not get a freaking device like every other person in America? And it's not Sophia Vergara. No, it's not her. Uh, it's No, it's not her. Who is it? Who does those? I think it's Selma Hayek, right? I Googled it. And uh, what camp? Jennifer Aniston? No, it's not her either. We're I'm, all off on this. Yeah, I, I don't really know what you're talking about, if I'm being honest. Selma all I Hayek know is that Darth great. Stalker, the corporate show slash executive producer of Kalen Company slash co-host of Kalen Company slash uh, program director slash brand manager is listening right now and knowing that 
you are flying first class, and nobody else there is. So when it comes time to discuss your salary, Matt DeSantis, good luck. That's <laughs> coming up. Good soon, luck, first class, Matt. It was just good one luck, flight. first class, Matt DeSantis. I just wanted a taste of the good life for one flight. I shouldn't be punished for this. You know, they pay the rest of us so little here that most of us can only dream of ever even being on an airplane, (laughs) let alone flying first class. Just for the record, are you flying first class to Dubai, you elitist son of a... I've never been to Dubai. Yeah, not yet anyway. (laughs) Harvard. When you get to Harvard at orientation, they sit you down and say, from now on, you all fly first class. Is it like that? I don't remember those exact words being uh, used, but uh, something like that, yeah. Just it's just it's just rude, Henry. Is it not? It's oh, rude. My, it's obnoxious. The phones are. I'm taking up a right Greyhound bus where I gotta go, and you're <laughs> flying first class. What is wrong with this situation? It was one flight on the way back. It was necessary. I needed the space. I didn't want to disrupt the people around me uh, in the back. So I upgrade. Oh, you're such a saint. I don't want to disrupt I, the people yeah, around me. I took one for the team, honestly. Oh my gosh. Otherwise, I would have been back there with my little notebook. Uh, you know, reading through textbooks and it would have been unpleasant for everyone involved. Well, we thank you for your benevolence. We really do. We thank you for your sacrifice. Your noblesse oblige is just really, it's, it's, um, it's amazing to me. I'm a hero. Thank you, you for are your a service. hero. Well, <clears throat> I'll tell you who else is a hero. And that is America's mother-in-law, Elizabeth Warren, because she is now going after your sandwich. That's right. She's now going after sandwiches. And she wants the federal government to get involved to break up the sandwich shop monopoly. I'm going to share that story with you as the show progresses today. I'm just so happy to see Elizabeth Warren, America's mother-in-law, really focusing on the things that matter. But yeah, she wants the Federal Trade Commission to step in and do something about the great sandwich monopolies in America. Got it? And here's the other thing I wanted to mention to you as well. In everything that we are discussing on the show today and all of the different things about eating bugs and flying to Dubai and flying first class, and I will say, I'll give you credit, you you sanctimonious, elitist SOB, you Matt DeSantis, at least you did not do what all the people going to the climate change conference are doing and get your own private jet. I'll give you that. If I could have, I would have. Oh, I have no doubts. I have no doubts you'd fly private from Arizona. (laughs) Because as I shared with you earlier, if you are one of the elites and you're headed to the COP28 climate change conference in Dubai, all I'd like you to do is go to Royal Concierge, where you can book your private jet charter to Dubai from the USA, Europe, and beyond. Because why fly even first class when you could burn more jet fuel and fly private? like John Kerry, the climate czar, for example. Now, you may be asking yourself, why fly at all to Dubai when you could probably just do a freaking Zoom meeting at this point? But again, it's all about the nightlife. It's all about the nightlife in Dubai. So Matt DeSantis, I have a job for you, if you'd load, to, to, to justify your salary that gets you the ability to fly first class. <laughs> Can you find an agenda for COP28? What's going to be happening at the Climate Change Summit coming up? I'm on it. I'd like to know, and I'd like to know what the day activities are. The night activities would be a little bit harder to find. It's like when I go to political conferences, they publish all the boring day stuff. And then the night stuff, you got to, you got to, like, there'll be a little text among the guys or among people. And they say, well, this is where we're going to this party after and that party. And it's going to be like that in Dubai. It's like the abstinence conference. When during the day, you learn all about how to keep it in your pants. And then at night, they're like, all right, so we're going to Club Lady Lucky down the street. But they don't put that on the itinerary. So see if you can find for me 
the agenda for COP28, which is also largely driven by the agenda from the World Economic Forum and all the other cabals, the global elites that run the world, the people that actually run the place, you know, not not the peasants who fly first class or coach class. It's the people that fly the private jets. They're the ones who actually control the world. And Dubai, as I mentioned to you earlier, is a country that is doubling down on oil production, where even the far right Washington Post is pointing out the hypocrisy of Dubai. But Jay's in South Jersey. He's got the answer for me. Hello, Jay. Hey, what's up, Rich? What's up, Jay? Talking about. Thank you. Talking about Penelope Cruz. Yes, thank you, Penelope Cruz. And it's what is it? Qantas, right? Qatar? Is it Qatar? Or it yeah, Qatar is Qatar, the big airway, so that sounds right. Penelope Cruz. I got now now my Twitter is blowing up. I wasn't looking at Twitter. I got like five hundred tweets from people saying it's Penelope Cruz. <laughs> Jay, thank you for calling. I appreciate that. All right, thank you, Rich. Good night. All right, buddy. You good night. Yeah, it's four thirty. We going to bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's dark out here. It's nighttime. Oh, all right, buddy. All right. Well listen. <laughs> right, you have a good you good night's sleep, pal. <laughs> Uh, Tony's in Delco. Tony, what's up? They were playing these commercials during the World Series, and I'm like, who are you playing these commercials to? The flight is like twenty to forty thousand dollars if you want to fly like Penelope Cruz. Yeah. Twenty to forty thousand dollars a ticket. Yeah, you can get a flight on it's Emirates Airline. You can get a flight on there like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars, but you're not going to be getting a shower. You're not watching live sports. Uh, you're not getting whatever your toenails manicured. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever she does. Uh, well, again, she's still not nearly as arrogant and elitist as my executive producer Matt the Sanctimonious. Can we agree on that, Tony? <laughs> I, 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 um, I don't want to be mean, but yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. That was the only correct answer. Tony, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Great show, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, 855-839-1210. Well, I'll give you... Yes, those are the commercials. And thank you to uh, the Zioli Army for getting on Twitter and, and letting me know that. I got a lot of tweets. And, and Marcus Aurelius says it's the Qantas commercial. Sid wants to know if you took a first-class selfie, you arrogant elitist. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Um, was Matt DeSantis wearing his Harvard sweatshirt when he upgraded? Of course he did. It's just a free upgrade. If you come in and you actually just wear a Harvard shirt at the airport, they automatically upgrade you for free. (laughs) They're like, oh, you, oh, you have the secret code. Come on in. But of course, if you went to DC, the capital region on January 6, 2021, even if you didn't go to the capital, even if you never even entered the district of Columbia, you are being spied on by the government. I shared that story with you yesterday. Air marshals are still monitoring you just because you flew into the capital region on January 6, 2021. Don't forget that. It is a big revelation. The only question that I have is the woman who shared the revelation with us, how long until she is fired? 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. China's bringing back masks. The UN wants us to eat less meat. And the climate change conference is getting underway in Dubai with the biggest hypocrites on the planet at probably the most hypocritical nation on earth to host a climate change conference, a nation that is doubling down on more petroleum drilling, which I say good for them. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Matt DeSantis' theme song. Starts his day listening to this every day to get fired up for work. Unbelievable. 
Uh, welcome back. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. You know, I hate government. I really do. I hate I hate the concept of it. It should exist for very few purposes. Certainly one of them is not to crack down on my sandwich. But there are people that love regulation and there are people that hate people making money. Elizabeth Warren is all of those people. She loves regulation and she hates when people make money. She's America's mother-in-law and she lectures people all the time. And since you just had Thanksgiving and spent time with your mother-in-law, you know exactly what I'm talking about with that analogy. Now, but I don't mean that all mothers-in-law are like that. I'm just saying some. I'm just going to leave it at that. But anyway, the point is she now wants to go after the great sandwich monopoly. You see what these people do? They turn around and they look around all day and they go, now, who, how, what, how can I expand the power of government and crack down on people in the private sector? How can I do that? You know, some people support things like, for example, banning Skittles in California because they might have red dye and they'll call themselves freedom loving people because, but they don't like the red dye. So they go, oh, it should be banned because it might give you cancer. Except they don't realize that what you're opening the door to is more government, more regulation, and you are directly contributing to me losing my liberty. If you don't want your kids to eat freaking Skittles and don't buy them for them, although I guarantee that when your kid gets to college, your kid's going to be like, give me Skittles. Give me more. Give me more Skittles. I got to have Skittles because they didn't have it growing up and they're going to get there and they're going to be snorting Skittles. Okay. But if you don't want something, don't buy it. If you don't like competition, you are a communist. That's what you are, bottom line, which is what Elizabeth Warren is. And now she's decided to go after sandwiches because Subway, which is a sandwich shop, but in my opinion, is the lesser sub chain out there. There are, there are some good ones out there. I'm just not particularly a fan of Subway. I think, first of all, in terms of innovation... When they used Danny DeVito for the Jersey Mike's commercials, it was a game changer for them. I think Danny DeVito is one of those actors people just love the guy, and he doesn't really get involved politically, or if he does, I don't know about it. I don't hear about it. He uh, is, and there's, he's done movies that people love, and he's a Jersey guy, actually. His film company is called, I think it's like Jersey Films or Gardens, something with Jersey in it. He's on the New Jersey Hall of Fame committee, where he... Uh, puts in nominations for people who deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and he's done great things for that that sandwich brand. Obviously, there's Primo's. I mean, there's a lot of different ones out there. But the bottom line is, does the government need to be busting chops when some of these sandwich companies decide to get bigger? And in Elizabeth Warren's mind and Bernie Sanders' mind, yes, they do, because that means they're going to make more money. And the whole job of people like them is to go after people who make money and make their life a living hell so that they can try to take some of that money and then redistribute it to other people. So Subway is being purchased by Roark Capital. It's a private equity firm. The problem is Roark also owns Jimmy John's, McAllister's Deli, and Schlotzky's, which are also national sandwich chains. Now, in my opinion, all of those sandwiches are different. In my opinion, they're all different. I think that a Subway sandwich is different from a Jimmy John's. I think a McAllister's Deli, which I don't know if I've been to one, and Schlotzky's, which I think there's one, I've, I've seen one in an airport somewhere because I'm not flying first class. I have to buy my own food. So I might have bought a Schlotzky's at some point and brought it on the flight with me. But in terms of hoagies, for all of us around here, you have your favorite. But then you also have little mom and pop places, which is where I try to go if I possibly can. I go to a mom and pop place, get a hoagie. And everybody has the choice to do that. And if you don't like what's being offered at one place, you can go to another place. But again, 
Opening the door to more government to be able to monitor you and bust chops is literally the goal of these people. They get up in the morning and much like how Matt DeSantis gets up and plays that song and thinks about how he's going to fly first class and how he's a Harvard graduate and I'm not. These people get up in the morning and they say, how can I expand government power and crack down on the private sector? They really do. They believe that in their core. They start the day looking around and going, what can I regulate? What can I regulate? And if it and if it moves, what can I tax? It's the old Ronald Reagan line, right? <clears throat> so Warren, Elizabeth Warren, America's mother-in-law, warns that this purchase could lead to higher food prices for consumers. So now she wants the Federal Trade Commission to investigate the merger of Subway being bought by this private equity firm that owns these other sandwich shops. And this is simply part of Warren's years-long economically absurd shtick blaming Biden-era inflation on corporate greed. At the same time, Elizabeth Warren's new sandwich campaign is a perfect demonstration of how arbitrary the federal government's antitrust enforcement can be. And arbitrary government power is an invitation for cronyism, abuse of power, and scapegoating. This is an excellent piece, by the way, from Tim Carney at the Washington Examiner. In fact, we recently had on... Somebody on the show, and I can't remember, Matt, who it was. We talked about this uh, and the efforts to try. It was, oh, I know it was. It was Robert Bork Jr. is who it was. Let's get him back on the show about this, if you could be so kind to reach out to him. Robert Bork Jr. is leading a national effort to educate people on what the government is doing in its so-called monopoly busting and how dangerous it is and how the whack job who runs the FTC is a demagogue and is a communist and wants to destroy the private sector. I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating those things. You know, I don't use hyperbole like that just for shock value. She really is all those things. She's a demagogue communist who wants to destroy the private sector. And she's the head of the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. And the thing about it is that she, she hit it very well when she, when she was the deputy. And she became the FTC head and she went, what can I start cracking down on now? So consolidating three of the top four players in an industry under one owner might sound a bit monopolistic if you put it that way, but if your consumption habits and tastes are a certain way, you may not be buying their stuff to begin with. Like Subway is the largest subway chain in America. It's the largest. Two other Roark Holdings, Arby's and Jimmy John's, are also in the top four quick service sandwich chains in terms of annual sales. Some people might go to Panera. Some people might go to Wawa. Some people might go to Primo Herbie, uh, Primo Hoagies. Some people might go to Arby's and get, you know, feels like an Arby's night, to quote Putty. But in Elizabeth Warren's mind, and in the mind of a lefty who wants to control every aspect of your life, you having choices is very dangerous. People making money off those choices is even more dangerous. Consider Chick-fil-A, for example. Chick-fil-A, which I absolutely love. I love Chick-fil-A. It's the hate chicken, obviously. And I love that hate chicken. I love that each bite, each morsel of hate comes through. Of course, the hate chicken is an old joke from the 2016 Democrat National Convention when there were all those boycotts against Chick-fil-A from, you know, all these outspoken lefties. And when we were at the Democrat National Convention in Philadelphia broadcasting live, you can ask Greg and Dawn about this. We watched as people passed up all of the other concession stands inside the Wells Fargo Center and waited online 20, 30 minutes for the hate chicken at the Democrat National Convention where they were all boycotting Chick-fil-A because the founder of Chick-fil-A believed in marriage being between a man and a woman. 
So that's where I gave it the moniker, the hate chicken. And we watch as all these Democrats were like, you know, standing in line to get their hate chicken. But Chick-fil-A is fantastic, and they enjoyed $16 billion sales in 2021, which is equal to Subway plus Arby's plus Jimmy John's. Chick-fil-A sells chicken sandwiches. Popeyes and KFC went to war with Chick-fil-A precisely over chicken sandwiches, and now these chains are larger than either Arby's or Jimmy John's. If you remember, recently, there was a time when I was going out and buying fried chicken sandwiches to eat them, which is probably why I wound up in the hospital with diverticulitis and ultimately needing 18 inches of my uh, colon removed. But it's probably that. I would travel around, I'd do the morning show, and then after the show, I would drive around, and I would try the different chicken sandwiches as we have the national chicken war going on. And the thing about competition, something that lefties can't ever understand, is that it raises your game. So because Chick-fil-A was crushing it, these other chains that, that didn't have a good chicken sandwich, they all started competing for that business. And the result was they all started to put out a better product and then people started buying that product and then they started making more money, which means more people have jobs. And those people that have jobs are able to buy things for their kids and their families, like presents and things like that, or candy and cocaine. But whatever they want to do, it's up to well, that's if Hunter is the parent, obviously. A little shout out to Arrested Development there. That's the question, though. Why does the government have to start busting chops over this? Why does the government have to get involved in this? And the answer is because they believe that that is their job. They don't believe the job of the federal government is to step back and secure the country, secure the border and make sure that the, the, the nation is secure. They believe that their job is to go after the private sector because they want to destroy capitalism. Me, I'm driving by Burger King. I drive by Jimmy John's. I, I drive. These chains are not for me. I'm not a chain guy. I'm not a chain guy. And I'm and and certainly you don't go to chains on certain occasions. I'll just leave it at that. But I choose to go to mom and pop restaurants every time I can. If I'm out doing a consulting thing in the middle of nowhere and there's all I have are chains around me, well then fine. But otherwise, I would choose a small mom and pop Italian cozy little restaurant with smoky cocktails and a fireplace over a chain restaurant any day of the week. And that's true for me. I don't need Elizabeth Warren cracking down on chain restaurant monopolies. If you want to wait online outside of whatever it is, I don't know, the Olive Garden or whatever, knock yourself out. I mean, go ahead. Do your thing. I, I, I choose to drive past those places. It's not for me. It's not for me. I don't need consistency in everything. You notice about chains is that you get the consistent same thing at every place you go to. I'm not a fan of that. I want to be creative. I want to have different things on the menu. I want to try new things and I want to see what the chef takes risks and maybe it'll be good and maybe it won't. I'm that kind of a consumer, but I didn't get to that point because they cracked down on whatever company owns Olive Garden. And I think they also own Cheesecake Factory. There's a bit, what's that big restaurant group, Matt DeSantis, that I'm talking about? Do you know? They own a bunch of those big chain restaurants. I have no idea. Yeah, well, see if you can figure it out for me. This is what Elizabeth Warren tweeted. Do something besides book your next first class <laughs> flight. We don't need another private equity deal that could lead to higher food prices for consumers, tweeted out America's mother-in-law. The FTC is right to investigate whether the purchase of Subway by the same firm that owns Jimmy John's and McAllister's Deli creates a sandwich shop monopoly. The FTC puts your lunch on its plate. They're going to probe the $10 billion deal for this sandwich. Now, the question that Jeff Dobbs asked on Twitter as a follow-up, which I thought was excellent, 
Senator Warren, as the nation's most foremost self-proclaimed sandwich expert, please help settle this dispute a friend and I are having. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It's a great question. No, the answer is no. A hot dog is a hot dog. And they're also delicious, by the way. Especially when they're deep fried. Deep fried hot dogs. How, mm. how is a hot dog not a sandwich? Because it's not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. That's not an argument. <laughs> what do you mean it's not an argument? That's literally you say an that argument. about anything. Well, oh, a hoagie's not a sandwich. It's a hoagie. Uh, I digress. I don't know. You think so? I think if it's between two pieces of bread... It's a sandwich. Look, I don't think you should ever go to the Olive Garden. Can I just say that for the record? Yeah, that's fine. I think it's a disgrazia to my people. But I know people that book the Olive Garden for things like family events and, and things. You know, just... Well, when you're there, you're family. Like we were at uh, my buddy Rob Ortiz and his wife Amy got married the other night. And they, they had a beautiful wedding. They were at uh, uh, Lamberti's in Cherry Hill. That's a, that was very, very nice. I like, see, I like doing things like that. That's really nice. You small, intimate gatherings and affairs. You know what I mean? Uh, Matt DeSantis, tell me the story. You, you did what now at the Democrat National Convention? Uh, yeah, I was there and uh, I waited in that Chick-fil-A line. It was at least 30 minutes. And the person standing next to me the entire time, Jerry Springer. No way. Yeah. Really? Yep. To get the hate chicken. <laughs> Everybody was in line for that hate chicken. Everybody was in line for that hate chicken. You could go get a generic like chicken sandwich or a hamburger from one of the other concession stands, but everybody lined up for the hate chicken. Mm. Because the hate chicken is delicious. That's why every bite of hatred comes through. Mm. All right, 30 minutes of nonstop talk coming up straight ahead for you. Do not go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 